2PB, uh, this is episode 6, and we have a very, very special episode today. Uh, we have our first female guest, Gopian Shaw. You want to say hi, Gopian? Hi, how are you guys? I'm doing well. What I'm you guys? also doing well. You're also doing well? What's up? Izzy Rizzy here, back at it. You know. Pretty solid day today with the snow coming in. I'm wearing a turtleneck, by the way. You feel really nice. Man, you look nice, too. Very warm. Is it turtleneck season? It is turtleneck season. <laughs> turtleneck season. Are there Instagram likes rolling in today? Right now, I believe I'm at 247. Ooh, you're welcome. You're welcome. My career high is 378. I mean, Ooh. 278. Three. Yeah, I was like, 370. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a fantasy. Oh, hitting over 300 is a fantasy. Be, would be great. Which picture is that? <laughs> Go Piano, have you hit over 300 ever? I don't know. I bet she has. Yeah, uh-huh. do, I don't know. I just don't. casually get a lot of likes. You don't do Instagram analytics? Yeah, she let's does. do it. Follower participation. How do you do that? How do you see that? You don't. Oh, you catch all your ads. I really yeah. don't. Oh, is that actually a thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. is it really? Yeah, yeah. Does it seemed like I used to do that. The number of followers you have versus uh-huh. the number of likes you get. That's follower participation. You, I just divide general. it. I just divide it and see. Yeah, I mean, so uh, you, pull, you say so you pull out of your calculator and do this. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. If I'm over 50%, 50% I'm yeah. making money, you know? It's all right. Oh, I don't you think know, there's those, those people who have like, like 5,000 followers and get like 800 likes. You're like, yeah, why? Well, oh, shit, followers are fake. Exactly. We all know a few things about fake people, but I'm telling you, those legitimately, legitimately, those followers are fake. Man, what is your just... definition of fake people, dude? Uh, on Instagram? On Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram, a fake account is an account that's not associated with a real. What about person? in real we life? We won't talk about fake people. What about in real life? Though? Really? What about in real life? What about? What's your life? definition of a fake person? Someone who says that they're something, but they're actually not that person. Ooh, Ooh, spot on. You're dropping hot takes. Oh, yes. oh man. You guys go to? You guys attended high school? Uh, English class, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the common theme: appearance versus reality. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. It's really deep. No. Here. <laughs> no. That's just. It, it's the truth, you know. Some people don't, you know. You do a lot for them, mm-hmm. and they don't reciprocate that, right? They oh, yeah. Can you can you read? I'm, that I'm starting a new series on Twitter. If you want to follow me, actually, don't follow me. Yet. I'll be public soon. <laughs> I'm like applying uh, med school, so I've kept it on private. Uh, so uh, so the series name is Life's Hard Lessons. And the, the tweet today went, uh, so sometimes you do so much for people. You, you know, you, you put yourself out there for them. And when then you need them in your life, they don't reciprocate. So, so what true. do you think? Uh, you seem like a guy who doesn't really uh, play into people's like, feelings that much. You just kind of like stay on the surface, I feel like. What I do you st- think about uh, yeah, I, stay, I stay in the shadows. I stay yeah. back. I don't really get involved in too much stuff. I'm not like Mahad. Let me now rephrase the question. Mahad. Have you ever encountered fake people in your life? I think there are fake, fake friendships. I think there are fake friendships, but I don't, I don't think I get deep enough to get to the fakeness. So you don't, you don't, you don't, don't connect like with them. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't really care too much to be honest. You don't like bothering them. It doesn't really bother me. It's like, all right, I understand. Very different. It, it's, yeah. it's how it is, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's all good. I wish I was like that. I wish it didn't affect me. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, so do you, potato. As a, as a girl, do you think do you think girls are more affected by like being fake to each other or guys? Oh no, for sure, girls. For sure, girls. Yeah, for sure. Okay, say an example of. Someone being fake, like don't use real names. Be like, well, I, was gonna, I was gonna, yeah. Don't okay. be, let's say her name is Susie. Oh, okay. Susie. Susie goes to UAB. Okay. 
And let's say she says... No, let's not just say UAP. Let's say she goes to University A. She also attends. University A. Let's say... On the side, she goes to University B. So let's say she, like, texts you, like, we should hang out. Let's hang out. Please, haven't seen you a lot. And she also comments on your photos, like, oh, my God, haven't seen you forever, blah, blah, blah. How do you tackle that? And she doesn't hang out with you then. I mean, like, you have to see, like, is she trying to, like make an effort to hang out with you like reaching out isn't enough you have to like be like okay like what are you free like mm-hmm. and if they like go through with that and then then you're like okay no they just want to they want to like get closer mm-hmm. but i mean sometimes they're like yo we should hang out like oh my god but it's never gonna so actually think, happen so i think that's where the guy and girl difference comes so i think for the guy i think they just want to see that reaching out effort yeah. right for the yeah. girl i think you need more than the reaching out yeah, effort, right sure. you say like you want like something a little bit more because I feel like you guys deal maybe deal with this more like somebody's reaching out just for the sake of reaching out mm-hmm. like someone commenting on your Instagram post just for commenting right it's mm-hmm. like a guy will never comment on a random Instagram post hey dude let's cool. chill soon yeah do you think I, it's fake when all the girls like comment OMG can I be you OMG you're so beautiful OMG blah blah like, blah slay. just for like a long list of <laughs> slay. slay but like do you ever get those same compliments in person though I mean like I feel like you do no you do you, do. you for sure do okay. Because, like, I mean, like, the whole idea of comment, it's just, like, you want to, like, support them. Yeah. Guys don't do that. Like, I feel like that's a thing. I, I've commented on this, man. Okay, Damn, no. you look good today, bro. But, like, I feel like it's more, it's a lot. you have to be, like, really <laughs> secure in your friendship because, like, I mean, I feel like that's a thing that guys aren't. I think social media has really changed this because you can just like hide behind your phone, be like, oh, "Hey, let me let me pull some strings. Let me make this person happy for a second. Let me make that person happy for a second. But you don't have to face them in life ever, right? Yeah, true. Life. I, I see where those people are coming from, right? So let's say, for example, you know. Well, let's put Susie back on blast here. Susie, has been on blast for a minute now. Yeah. Let's keep her on blast. Let's change it to Andrew. Okay, Andrew. Andrew. Okay. okay, Andrew. Okay, Andrew. So where I'm going with this is, uh, <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought. Anyways, like you know. I've completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited about it. I was honestly. very excited. I was excited. I'll come back to you. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll be here. Dang it, man. I was, I was excited for Andrew. I know. Me too. Yeah. Andrew is actually a person I know. Andrew was my freshman year roommate. Oh, yeah. oh. Shout out, Andrew. Yeah. Shout out, Andrew. We're not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not talking Shout about out, Andrew. You. <laughs> you, might, you might be a real person, Andrew. Yeah, I'll meet you in the parking lot at 7 p.m. So I think oh, this kind of like transitions to our next topic, which was going to be like our main focus of the topic is... In-state versus out-of-state coming to a public university, right? So, I want to start with uh, Gopian, since uh, you want to say where you're from. Um, Gopi, as I like to call Okay, first of all, you get upset with me either calling you Gopian or Gopi, but your Instagram bias is... Oh my god, you're going to call Instagram Whatever your heart desires, so I was like, I'm going to call her Gopian. Okay, whatever you guys want to call me. What do you prefer? Okay, Gopi is very, like, flowy in terms of conversation. Gopian is just, like, a really nice name. Like, a really nice name, so... It's a double name. Thank you. It takes twice the time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gopi, you came from where? Johnson City, Tennessee. Ah, uh, Tennessee. Yes. Grand Ole Tennessee. So, you were obviously an out-of-state student coming to school here in Birmingham. So, like, what was your experience? Like, this is when, like, I guess the fake type. It's fake versus real people kind of debate kind of starts. <laughs> oh. Well, you're trying to find friends, right? right That's the right, first thing course. you want to do, right? Yeah. So, what was your experience, like, like coming in? And... I mean, like, especially coming from a school where no one had even heard of UAB it was kind of hard like I didn't know anyone here and yeah so it was like definitely hard to like find the right friend group and eventually you like you learn along the way who like if people are fake or not yeah I don't know for sure yeah for me I had like a similar experience like I knew literally no one like that's a I lie. walked in. Okay. Okay. You had okay. a brother here. Okay. That, that, that is a lie. That, that is, is a lie. lie. You cannot. You cannot You've say had that. At least okay. twenty-five people know who you. I'm yeah, not exactly. Andrew here being put on blast. Okay. <laughs> okay. I knew some people, 
aka my brother, which is this no. is a big deal, which is a big deal. No, okay? you, you okay. okay. But I think the most important thing when you're going to college is you want to make friends in your own grade first, okay? Because <laughs> those are the people that are gonna be here for like the safe the mm-hmm. four years you're in college, right? Because everyone else is either gonna graduate, they're gonna go their separate mm-hmm. lives. Like these people are gonna <laughs> live their own lives in a few years, right? I'm gonna be at UAB still, right? So. <laughs> so I, that was my number one thing. I wanted to find people in my own grade, right? And uh, I've always been in a type of personality, like to find the people who are really chill, right? Mm-hmm. Like super chill. Like so sometimes, like given, uh, given. Okay, frat people are not super chill because they care too much about the frat. Exactly, Hashtag right? I want, I want to be Ooh, a little bit. Oh, take your shots a little bit here. But I, I wanted to find. Say they're chill. They're, they can be chill. Yeah, they, can be, they can be chill. Are okay? you a frat? So, I'm, I am not in a frat. I, no, I, let's I, not even I, call them fraternities. Let's oh, use the full names. Let's respect their entities as a whole. Call fraternities. Let's okay. respect okay. the Interfraternity Council. Yes, Ooh. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> back... I lost my train of thought. Well, you're looking for your friends. Yeah, you're talking about your brother. Okay, so, okay, obviously Zandra introduced me to Josefa and Mahad, right? And I was like... I, they had uh, I had met them a few times before. I was like really cool with them. Like I was like, okay, these are people I can really hang out with. And obviously, we've grown to like uh, like a very close relationship now. Sorry, this but yeah, but I always wanted to find people in my own grade, right? And that was hard for me because I remember the, one of the first events we had like for our new like freshman like orientation type thing is like you had to go to like this like very big lecture room with five hundred people, right? And everyone in the room knew basically knew each other like all they were like from this high school from Montgomery this high mm. school from Huntsville and they were all grouping together right and that kind of left me in an awkward position but shout out to Ashish my freshman year roommate Aww. he took me along his side so I wouldn't feel awkward That's which is a big big I really, a great dude. I really appreciate him for dude. that because yeah. uh, he really cared about my feelings at that time and I really appreciate that that was weird he's a, he's a real one he's, he, he is, is a real he is one a he is a real one so he kept me there but still like I always they were like making their own like you know like jokes from mm-hmm. high school and whatnot and I always wanted to find someone and then I mean uh, one of my other friends Ashwin uh, who you guys hopefully will meet soon once Ooh. he has the courage to come on here yes. well, I don't think he's lacking the courage I think he's lacking the you know study habits spending a lot of time the, in the, you know, Ashwin if you're room. listening to this good luck <laughs> you can do this I hope, I hope you make it so basically, he introduced me to Gopi, and uh, you know we've been good friends ever since. But I always wanted to find, and it took a, it took a couple like weeks, or I would say maybe even the first month, where I was still trying to text people back from high school, like, "Hey, yo, I thought I made the wrong decision <laughs> at points." But you know, uh, you get comfortable, and then you start like finding, I guess, the real people who yeah. always stick out with you. Zion, what you Uh Because they were asking. I didn't know that many people when I came to you. I only knew Abdullah and Daniel from my high school. They lived where I was from. So it was really, really tough. Like, making friends was super, super hard. Because I am very, very shy. And I didn't really get out of my dorm. I didn't go to the community rooms. I didn't chill with anyone. So I think it wasn't until... It wasn't until mid-October where I met my first my first real friend at UAB. He was a do. Shout out to do. He's my first friend. Mid-October, my God. That's, yeah, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's like a whole nine weeks into the semester. Yeah. Yeah. It, was tough. it was tough. So um, so I met him. We were watching the Arsenal game. So that's when we hit it off. And then he introduced me to some of his friends. And that became a cool friend group. And I think by the end of the semester, I had a good, a good set of people. Basically, I was looking for people who would like elevate my mindset. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. You know, okay. put me on that new shit. Put me on that new wavelength. All right. You know? uh, 
like people who like mentally uh, fuck the shit out of my shout out to Russ. Shout out to Russ. Yeah, so I found those people, you know. So that's great. What about you guys? Alright, so obviously I came from in state, Huntsville. Uh, I'm pretty shy dude. I try to stay, like I said, in the shadows. I don't really do much. I don't mm. hang out with too many people. What are you doing in the shadows? I think mm. just chilling to myself. Mm. Mm. Uh, so when I came here, I think I knew one person. It was my roommate. Actually, two people. Yeah, two people. My roommate, my freshman year, my roommate, my sophomore year. I knew both of them pretty well. I spent a lot of time at the rec. Mm. Got to know a lot of people in the basketball court. You know how like Faraz is? Yeah, yeah. That was my freshman year until I decided not to go to the rec anymore. <laughs> Wait, so. did you not know, like, did you not have acquaintances from Huntsville still? Like, like no. seeing people around? No, so for people so, from Randolph yeah. typically don't come to you. So you get a very similar experience mm. with this out-of-state feel. So most of the kids who are coming from uh, uh, Huntsville are from either from Huntsville or Grissom, right? Yeah. So from Randolph, Randolph, you know, even though, you know, it's a bigger community than Huntsville itself, it's kind of a small city, so you really don't interact with kids from different high schools. Like, to some extent, you might, but you're usually, like, within your own high school. And most of the kids I went to school with went to Auburn or Alabama. So I had a very similar kind of outlook coming in, but I didn't know some people. But uh, I think that's where the kind of the disconnect between our opinions and maybe someone who did go to public, large public school in Huntsville. But Zibby, you can keep on going with that. Uh, with the basketball courts. Oh yeah, I used to go to courts a lot, pretty much a lot. And then <laughs> pretty much <laughs> a lot. My roommate really enjoyed going there, so I, was, I went with him a good, good bit. And I was actually, I was decent at basketball. I and so that's where I got most of my friends, and then go from there. And then obviously, I'm not gonna lie, I really did not. I really wanted to transfer to UAB my first year. Uh, I was actually pretty close to transferring and leaving because I did have opportunities to go other places to play a sport, but I decided to come to UAB for in-state purposes. And then I guess the next year Mahath came and I got to, I got to know more people. Through that. Mm, yeah, so uh, me coming out of high school in 2014, <laughs> oh. graduated from uh, Randolph. Randolph, go uh, Raiders. Di- kind of a different version of myself back then. So I came to Randolph, mm. uh, I knew my roommate and then uh, I knew Saad. And Saad had his group of friends from uh, Grissom, so we kind of made it a cohesive unit. We had a, a bit of a squad freshman year. Uh, so that was good stuff, but I think the biggest thing freshman year is finding your comfort zone. And that is all like dependent on who your friends are, right? Yeah. So when you come to college, you don't know anyone. You have a lot of opportunity to make friends, but the friends you make, you want them to be lasting relationships. And I think a big part of that is being people who you're you know, around, like around people who you're kind of similar with. Uh, you know, people on the same wavelength. Wavelength. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that new shit. So finding those people <laughs> can still be tough. So I think freshman year, even though I had friends of my own. That friend group has now dissipated, like, as a senior now. Like, four years later, like, none of us kind of hang out anymore. And, you know, I think every year you form new relationships, you form new, you know, you know, bonds with different kinds of people. And wherever you, you know, set yourself and find yourself comfortable, that's where you end up. I think for the past couple of years, it's been me, uh, Zepha, Izan, and Afan. But we've, you know, been in a, a part of a bigger group. But at the same time, I feel like these are the people I'm most comfortable with, and that's why I spend the most time with them. Gopian, how did you get yourself, like, to know people, like, when you first came here? I don't know. I kind of just, like, I did, I literally... So you're obviously, like, more social, I feel you, like, than all four of us. Yeah, I think I know how you did. You talked about Russian, right? The... Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That, that, that's oh, yeah. Exactly. Six, six, six. Yeah, 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 you're right, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you sent that text to me, like, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Be there for my Russian. Of course. That's I how you wanted to make Russian sense. season. Yeah. Russian season. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how long are your pledge for? Like, like, is there a pledge ship in, or, like, huh? sororities as well? You, you don't know? I don't know. I thought you are part of, uh... Greek life. Right? Greek life? Uh, no, no. Oh, you're not you're about mistaken. the, uh, you know... You're not about the strokes. 
Is that Greek life in Greece? Santorini. Santorini, baby. You've been to Greece. Yeah, I've been to Greece. How was that? Was there a lot of Greek life? Have you traveled a lot in your life? I feel like I've traveled a lot. What's your favorite country? I really, really like Kenya. Kenya? Kenya. I had a question about Kenya on my history podcast. You miss it? It's like, who is Kenya named after? And the, the Kenya Martin. No. But I had no idea what the answer was, but one of the choices was Gandhi, and then another choice was like, Kenyatta. That's the guy's, that guy's, like, guy's last name, so I yeah. chose, it's like, Kenyatta. Were you wrong? No, I don't know. I didn't check. <laughs> I, mean, I, got that makes sense. I actually needed like a 0% on this final to like make an A, so I really did <laughs> not care. Why did you take it then? Because, uh, you know, at the back of my mind, I don't want to be seen as a failure in life. Oh, oh wow. Oh, okay, oh, wow. okay. But you already are. Oh. oh. Not quite. <laughs> Getting there is a joke. Oh. It's a joke. You gotta clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> you know how Mod, you know how Mod says like, it's a joke. Like after he says something, just to make sure. Jk. Hey, like, calm JK. down. Why are you so mad, man? I'm not. I'm not heated though. <laughs> <laughs> so you like really like. What's your favorite part about Kenya that draws you to? I don't know. I just really like the outdoorsy like aspect uh, of it. You like I mean, to hike a lot. I do. I do. Uh, we go hiking nice. a lot back home. Mm. Wow. You like to golf? Yeah. You're, you're a golfer. Yeah. Do you like to go golf? Uh, I, I here and there, you know, I uh, swing some clubs. What about you guys? Oh, I love to golf. Oh, okay. Um, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Saying the best one out of all four of us. I have a lot of... I have a good swing. I have a good swing. Okay, he does all right. Have I have some PTSD from golf courses. So. Oh, Mom was you on the get, golf team. Mom was on the golf team. Wait, all. share. I want to know now. So back in high school, senior year, uh, I, uh, I, I wanted to be on the tennis team, and I could have been, but you had to make like a minimum amount of workouts, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm kind of lazy, so I didn't <laughs> work out. So anyways, I joined the golf team and you know, and played the tennis team, and uh, so it's like the middle of the year, and we're practicing this really bougie golf course, like super nice, like super nice. Anyways, so they allow us to have golf carts. And my friend uh, tells me that these golf carts are limited in speed, that they can't go faster than like whatever. Anyway, so the way you get to the uh, the driving range is kind of like the golf cart uh, golf course is uh, is at the top of the hill, the driving range is at the bottom of the hill. So you have to drive your golf cart down, mm-hmm. like a little swirly path, to get to the driving range. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go as fast as I can because this like this golf cart is not gonna go any faster, right? So I put the pedal to the metal, and, and while I'm going down this hill, I lose control, right? And I go off the course and I hit a bunch of trees. And the next thing I know is I get off and I can't move the golf cart. Then I like step like four feet, uh, like four or five feet in front of me, and I'll see this cliff. Oh, oh my god! Right oh my there. god! It's pretty scary. Could have been bad. Yeah, that could have been. Yeah. Been really well, that golf course is very nice. Golf course off a cliff. So yeah. uh, oh, oh my uh-huh. god! Oh, that was horrible. It would would, this sad. podcast would not be a thing. It would not. <laughs> it might have been uh, two PB and then I mean one PB. Might have to recruit another character. I I really enjoy golf, honestly. My swing got. I mean, I think golf. You have to practice a lot. Like over the course of that year, my golf swing got really. Yeah. But now I'm like bad to back to like uh, you know, amateur. Yeah, I think you whiff the most out of anyone. Yeah. That's awful. It's like when I'm focused. Afan whiffs a lot. Oh no. No, no, no. I am. I am. Oh, there, was, in, that, no, Afan, there was a time in 2016 where you whiffed 25 straight swings. I know. 25. I know. Wait, really? It was bad. 25. I got, so I, I got count? frustrated. I'm not counting. I'm putting an essay, but I'm serious. Okay. It's in the he, high was, he, was, he was probably right. <laughs> I got very frustrated, and then at the end, I, I slammed the driver on the on the low green, the fake artificial thing they have at Top Golf, and it bounced off. And we were on the third floor, and the driver fell from the third floor all the way to the first floor, and uh, I felt bad, you know. 
I, I almost uh, wasted their uh, question for you. Now. Back to the whole friends thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How did you find your friend group? How did I find yeah. my friend? I really don't know, but I'm very happy how I found them. I'm really happy. Is it, is it like a small group of people, or is it like? I feel like you dipped your toes. In, in yeah, I for sure. I for sure. Like we for sure dipped our toes. We like you know. So, me, me more so. Yeah, find your comfort. Like a smaller sure. circle, you prefer. A yeah. Smaller circle. Yeah, for sure. Because like, you just get to know them better, I guess. But like, I like being in a large group setting. It's just yeah. you get closer to like select people. So you yeah. don't know how you found these friends. Okay, I mean, like it's just like trial and error, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So like, trial oh, this error. one doesn't trial. fit. Yeah, like bye, like send it back. Yeah, that's what I did exactly. It's like a bad. How do you get rid of people? You're that is actually a good question. That's a really good question. question. I, think, I, want to I think everyone's well. trying to figure that out. Yeah, so, I don't know. Don't, someone, someone else tell me. Are you sure? You yeah, know. go for it. I don't How do I, I trust someone? Hmm. That's tough. I feel like you're way too nice to actually, like... I don't think I've ever done that, that, right? No, I don't think you ever I tell someone... I feel like, like you're always trying to make the effort first. To what? To anybody. Just, like, be nice? Yeah, just, like... Okay, your definition of being nice is, like, very nice, you know? I don't know what that means. Like, you're you're almost too nice, I think. I'm not, but okay. But I don't think I've ever seen you heated. I've never seen you get in a brawl. Oh, yeah, what triggers you? I don't know. Nothing? When was the last time you were angry? Okay, if you don't know what triggers you, then you're definitely too nice. Yeah. No, when was the last time you were angry? Visibly, not internally. Visibly? And then internally. Or it could be both. Yeah, that's possible. Don't know? When was the last time that you guys were visibly angry? I was upset. Uh, uh, we had a little encounter at McDonald's. We were at McDonald's. I was angry at mom. <laughs> okay, no, I, I, no, no, legitimately, Wait, I can get happened? angry at my family, but I can't get angry at anyone else in my life. I agree yeah. with that. Second that. Yeah. I, 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 I think I get mad at a fawn a lot more. I guess it's just me because we're just so close and oh, we're no. always so we're always tightly packed together. I think being angry at someone is a sign of how close you are. Yeah. yeah. Because like one little thing can trigger me when and I think the same goes for a fawn. I think I have a worse anger than a fawn now. Like really? Yeah, I used to be very bad with my like in terms if of he anger. says if he says one little thing that just doesn't go well right <laughs> I'll be like, Oh my god, I'm ready to throw a hand, I'm ready to yell. Today we got an, today we got an uh, an argument over McDonald's fries. I was like, dude, you always F up your order at restaurants. <laughs> yeah, there were some pale ass fries. I, I agree with him on that one though. The pale ass fries. Wait, 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 wait. Who ate the fries? Me. And I liked them. Yeah, uh, you hey, told hey. me my order was shitty. Wait, you, okay, no, you, I, I ate my nuggets. Okay, okay, okay. Do I even know what happened about the fries? Like, I'm really confused. They just those two shitty orders that happened, right? Uh huh. Izan said, you always order shitty stuff, but then I was trying to prove that both our orders are shit. And they were both shitty. But my order was good. Mine was good too. It's McDonald's and nothing's good. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. I agree. Okay, yeah. I guess it's See, that's the type of thing Gopi ends. Agree to disagree. Is, is they're both, it's McDonald's, everything shit. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here, but that's you know? so true. So yeah, McDonald's it really is. is Thank so you. Funny. Yeah, like, I don't know why you guys went there, but okay. McDonald's is open. It's snow day. Filet fish, straight fire, with a steam bun. None of, none of the McDonald's in this area know how to do the steam bun. So. There's a steam bun? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it, it, it comes with a steam bun, but like every time I go to McDonald's in the Birmingham area, they never give it. They do it back in When do they do it in Huntsville? They do it in Huntsville, dude. I go all the time. The steam bun makes <laughs> the bun softer and no, 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 it's a little bit more buttery. And okay. it's just fluffy. Oh, if it's okay. not steamed, then the bun becomes very stale. Like, imagine a McChicken with a filet of fish inside. Not as appetizing, but the steam bun. <laughs> Plus a filet of fish mm. that makes it worth three forty nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Three forty nine. Okay. Yeah. Bon <laughs> yeah. Dude, the food is cheap. My God, I never thought about that. Like, <laughs> oh I go, to, I go okay. to like, I go out, spend like fourteen, fifteen bucks on lunch. Like McDonald's is so cheap. How? I just spent sixteen bucks and you were so hungry. A BB. A BB. 
So I really want to know what triggers you, Gopian. Like, I really, really want to know. Can we try to trigger you for the next okay, have Yeah, you, you can. Okay, have you ever really got visibly mad at UAV? No. Never. I, I doubt it. I really? really? I cannot say this that I have. This is your second year here. Wait, has anyone embarrassed you to a point that it made you mad? No. Has really everyone, question. like, made fun of you? Yes, you? No, as in... Like, like yeah. <laughs> not, not like, play, Okay, non-playfully. Like, as in, like, their goal was to, like, make her feel malicious right? intent. Um, I mean, like, not in front of me, but, like, behind my back. Did I that not trigger you? Did that trigger you? I mean, that was, like, yeah, like, what the heck? That's kind of, like, shitty, you're Susie. Triggered. You're triggered. But, like... Susie, okay. As someone talking behind your back before, hey, you'd be like... Oh. I mean, if it's behind your back, how am I supposed to know? No, but, but like, you, you know. Yeah, you hear through the you, vines. You, I heard through you, the vines, but like, yeah. I mean, that's not cool. So that like, triggers you. So that's, I think I mean, that I guess triggers, that triggers everyone. But, like, that triggers everyone. That's not, like, special. That's that's but not I think, specific. I mean, in terms, but that's... All right, what thing. frustrates you? Uh, Getting bees. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear four people. I mean, five people. Am I just... Brown. Getting bees. You're trying to get AIDS, trying to get that 4.0. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Okay, wait, what was your question? I think mean, what frustrates you? What frustrates you? Uh, you, have si- you have siblings, right? I do have siblings. Do they, do they frustrate you? you? Oh, I'm sure they do. I mean, like, they do, but, like, I don't, I feel like I don't, like... You ever, like, tell them, like, get out of here? Not, I haven't done that in a really they long probably, time. They probably, they... think that you more You frustrate me. them. Yeah, I frustrate them way more than they frustrate really? me. Because they're boys, uh, right? And they yeah. want their space. They're younger, right? Yeah, they're younger. Uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like the older sibling always gets more irritated. Okay, I have an interesting question as well. How old are they? They're so. Are you gonna be overprotective of them if they like find a girl? And, oh yeah, I'm so overprotective. I can them. see you like so they bring home a girl. And they're like, you're like, nope. Yep. Get them out of here. Swipe left. Yes. Wait, wait. I have an interesting question. How's your like, uh, your relationship with your siblings shifted after you came to college? Mm. Um, I mean, not like we're still really, really close. Okay. But like we don't, cause like my brother, like we're all really bad at like communications and technology. <laughs> like that's just like not our thing. But like when we see each other, it's completely fine. Yeah, and I see it, you didn't uh, answer my text. I'm really good about texting. That's a pet peeve of mine. When people don't text really? me back, I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm you want sorry a quick reply? Like like I don't think I left you on red. Did I? You don't have a reader's seat. Yeah, I thought I left you. left me on delivered. It hurts even more. Keeps you like, dude, does this person look at my text or not? Yeah. So would you like, if they bring home a girl that you just don't like, you're going to for sure tell them, get them out of here? I mean, like, if they really like them, I'm sure they're probably a decent human being, and I'm just being overprotective, and I'd be like, okay, I should get to know them, and then we'll go from there. I don't see you ever disapproving of, like, a girl they bring home. You're just too nice. I I don't know, and I don't want to be in the position, because that would mean that they're old enough to, like, bring girls home. That's weird. I mean, they're getting to the age. I mean, not really, but, like, 15. That's weird. I mean... 15. They're teenagers. They got some juice, probably. They've got juice. Uh, one plays, one's pretty good at golf, right? Uh, that, he, you're he right. Some, he got and some one juice. said he could beat me at basketball, right? They both said they could beat you at basketball. Oh. <laughs> How tall are they? How tall are they? Uh, five, eight, a lot taller Tell than me. Keep, keep in mind that uh, Izan did hit a couple of mid-range jumpers yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm getting my shot back very, it's still <laughs> What do you mean broke. back? What you <laughs> <ever> <laughs> okay. back? Oh, okay. I had a shot. This I had a shot. <laughs> I'm becoming a little bit more aggressive on the court when it comes to Ooh. offensive side. Well, tell them to meet me on the court. And let's, okay, let's, okay, let's have a conversation. Good. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> I really want to meet them just so I can like, yeah, play them in basketball and beat them, and then I'll leave. Have you met them before? I feel like I've like... met them at uh, Garbo the first. Yeah, year. that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've met them. I met them the yeah. first time. Yeah. I met your dad as well. Yeah, and I met your mom. Yeah, she uh, she was there at Garbo. Did she, did she come? Yeah, she came. I don't think I met her. Oh, okay, yeah, she was there. How's your relationship with your parents? How's it changed since you came? 
That's a very interesting question. Like, I mean, like, I honestly think I've gotten closer to my mom. Yeah. Same, I believe. Yeah. I what about you guys? In life, your biggest supporters are, uh, are always going to be your parents. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of my course. Parents drove the distance, I think, makes it uh, hard growth out. Uh, exactly. They didn't have to drive I was talking to my parents. Yeah. Like, me and Zana have been, my mom's been very, very open. Like, almost like to the point of like a friend at this point now, right? And we were talking about like how like me and Zana have been done so much for some people. Or just like in general, we do a lot for people, and sometimes we don't get it back, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, in in this case, like she was like, just remember, like your parents will always be your your number. Your parents will always be your number one supporters, and yeah, they'll they, always like support you through no matter what. They'll like, always be your best friend. unconditional you're right, love. You're right. Like friends, this is gonna sound so deep, but friends will come and go, but right. your parents will do anything for you, no matter what, mm-hmm. how busy you are. They'll always they'll drop everything for you, and like they did that on Saturday. They didn't have to drive here. They Aww. drove three and a half hours. My dad had work the next Shout morning. Shout out to Zon turning 21. Yeah, they, they had to leave at 6 in the morning, but still they came here, and it was great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they, I think they pray for more for my future than I pray for my future myself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's just, it's hard to fathom sometimes. Is that just They're like, always, like, dreaming of you. No, go ahead. <laughs> They're always, like, dreaming for you, which is, like, yeah. something, like, that, that goes very unappreciated. Because, like, you can be, like, I feel like at certain points in your life, you're always, like, hey, I, I'll just do this, like, whatever. My parents are doing it for me. But they're always, in their mind, is, like, they're seeing you as the best person you can become. Yeah. That serves as one of my main, like, motivation factors of going to law school. Mm-hmm. It's my dad's dream has always been for me and Afan to go to a very renowned school. Mm-hmm. We weren't, obviously... We Afan had the opportunity of going to like a really renowned undergraduate mm. school, but we chose UAB. We're happy with that. But now, our main focus is just to go to a really, really nice graduate school. And that's the only reason, just to see that smile on his face, because oh. he wasn't able to do it. His uh, certain circumstances. So now it's up to me, and then it's up to Afan. And like, if I fail that goal, that's gonna suck. But yeah. I don't think I will. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you will. Yeah. You guys got this. I think well, very deep well, conversation. We went a little deep. We went all, okay, the thing about our podcast is it goes from funny to maybe deep and then funny again. Which is which is again. nice. It's yeah. fine. You know, hopefully somebody's like it's walking down the good. streets needs some deep inspirational talks for them. You know, this this serves them well. For sure, for sure. Okay, so speaking oh. of like parents, I think we can talk. Oh wait, what was your question? I know. I was. My question was like, do you think that your siblings are like that for you too? Like how you're saying like. Your parents just will drop anything and do whatever for you. Oh, shoot, my sister has probably cried. <laughs> like, so I remember, like, vividly, I, I was in Pakistan, right? So uh, me and Zid went and visited Pakistan, and uh, I ate some fishy stuff, you know? Probably. <laughs> I, ate, I, ate, I don't know. <laughs> I ate some, like, yogurt and raita. I, re- I, I really love food, so I just went in. <laughs> like, I, like, my body wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. And obviously, you know, my body responded negatively. And so she's over here in the States. And uh, she figures out I'm sick. And this girl starts bawling her tears out. Like, oh, I'm, I, it makes zero sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think siblings also have this sort of unconditional love. Yeah. Yeah. Siblings, I mean, they don't show the love as much, maybe? Yeah. Exactly. That's what, That's what I was, what was going to say. Like, they don't show the love as much because they don't have that sense of maturity yeah. that your parents have at the time, right? Like, I, another very deep story is I had the same experience. I went to Pakistan, ate KFC after playing in the, you know, the playpens with the, with the mm-hmm. colorful balls, you know? Everyone, all, all kids love to, like, dive in those, right? Didn't wash my hands, number one mistake, right? Mm. Number two mistake, ate KFC. So then I, I had, like, a viral meningitis, and I, I had to be transferred to Abu Dhabi, which is like, a different country for those of you guys who don't know. And I had, like, I had some, like, procedure done with my spine, like, to drain some fluid or something. And, and uh, basically, like, as a kid, you don't know if you're going to die or not. Right? And that's, it seems like really dark to think about because like, you don't know what is like what is the extent of your like situation right you just know if something hurts really much and 
obviously it was hurting a lot or something doesn't hurt right and i remember zan at that point sent me like this motorized car right as a gift to me right like because it was just me and my mom in the hospital and my dad was in pakistan he was coming like or i think he was in america maybe and he had to like take emergency flight up to like abu dhabi right so uh he zan sent me a car because my mom didn't want to take him to the hospital because they don't take a kid to the hospital right and uh, he sent me this motorized car right and i remember like like being like oh my god this is amazing like like i really i was into like motorized cars at the time right but i couldn't chase after the car and i was like oh my god this means i'm about to die right because i can't do what i usually do is chase after cars so i mean i think that showed like that this like emotional connection that like family has to you which is kind of deep but i mean that's kind of proved to me sure true i don't think i show that much love because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm very like bravado and like oh dude I don't want to say I love you like that's masculinity. weird masculinity yeah the whole masculinity yeah. thing but like I, deep down a fun knows what it's all deep about down. deep down yeah. I think we say do we say I love you every night but like I just pass it off like oh, yeah. love you see you later I, I don't think I've ever said that Wait, I don't think I've ever said no I literally say I love you to it's like it doesn't really mean anything. It was like Shabbokha, which mean? means it, mean? it means something. We said no, we used to say Shabbokha, which means good night. Okay, mm-hmm. love you. See you in the morning, inshallah. And it's like, like by God's will, see you in the morning, right? Yeah, that was like that was like our thing, and we said it so fast. Like, Shabbokha, I love you. See I always said that. Even when he was mad, we had to say it. Even when he was mad, I was like, love you. I'm so petty. When I was when I was mad at you, I never said that phrase. I was like. Shabakhar, see you in the morning. Skip that. Oh, oh, oh. I, oh, I don't think we say it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's a good brotherly love. I just say Shabakhar. That's it. Only me and Mahal ever said I love you. I've never once in my oh life. My God. Said is it, is it gonna happen right now? No. no. I mean, you oh just said it technically. Yeah, technically. I, technically. I mean, they know. They know. Well, they know. They, they, we that's know each other. I think it'll happen at like the wedding speech. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What about for you? Do you sh- openly show love to your brothers, or do they not like? Do do they do they are they like reciprocating towards that? Or do they like to be like, oh, stop embarrassing me? You They're know, 15 year old teenage boys. I'm gonna let you figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I got shut down. <laughs> no, okay, I mean, uh, they've gotten a lot better about it. Like, I think it's because I've been gone. They're like, oh, well, I guess I do actually like having you here. And apparently, they talk about me to like, to, like their coaches. Because, like, their coach came up to me. And she was like, oh, yeah, your brother was really looking forward to this. I was like, you knew I was gone? Like, they, they talk about me? But, like, yeah. But they, they won't show it on the Yeah, they won't show it, no. Because, no. like, but, ah, sis, I don't miss you yeah, at all. No. Get out of here. They don't care. They forgot yeah. I was I existed for a while. Dang. Freshman year. They were like, oh, yeah, I forgot you were in college. I was like, cool. I just disappeared from the earth. Yeah, apparently, according to them. I don't know. Yeah, I want to circle back just for a second <laughs> to this out-of-state college thing. I guess we're still on, kind of on the topic still. But... You obviously don't have a car, right? So yeah, how does that play into this college experience you've had so far? I mean, it kind of forces you to, like, stay, like, in the rooms. Which is, not in the rooms, like, in the dorms. You meet a lot of people. In the rooms sounds like a mental institution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've seen her. <laughs> you've seen her. Yeah. It's pretty much in It makes you sound like a radius, like a four-mile radius. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty limiting. I so do you hear. think, do you think... You wish you had a car? I mean, like, I for sure wish I had a car, but, like, I don't regret not having a car. Because, like, I mean, you just get to know people who are on campus. And, like, when your friends do go home, you find other friends. Mm-hmm. Like, it forces you to, like, meet other people. 
I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I guess that kind of helps you make more friends. Like yeah. For people who didn't have cars and they'd always stay in the dorm. Yeah. Sure. But Birmingham's kind of like a city where you have to like kind of have yeah. a car almost because there's so much Make friends with cars. Yeah. That, 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 that works. Make friends with cars make friends with people with cars. No, no. Make friends with cars <laughs> with cars with other people. I would like to think I'm not a fake person. I don't think I'm fake. I really don't think. I hope I don't think I'm. I've done fake stuff in the past. I think I've had <laughs> things. I've done things that may seem fake, but I'm real. Like I, I'm not even bragging. I think I'm. No, like I honestly think that all of you guys are really real. I try to be as real as possible. Yeah, like what you see is what you get. Yeah. And Gopi is one of the realest persons I've ever, I've ever met in my like life. Are you Honestly. just... Like, oh, no, 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 just like 100%. 100%, like... Hey, Gopi, don't cry. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> don't cry. It's not like... Tears are Okay, I, I'm, I'm trying to act like your brother. I don't want to show it. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I know. Yeah, she is one of the realest people I've met here. Yeah. Like, I, sure. like always just like... Always know. will be there. Yeah. Like, Aww. whenever you're... Like, even like, for like, like all my other friends, like Ashwin, like, whenever Ashwin. he's down or not, I see like, Gopi and like, always been like, hey, are you Okay. Like I, like, I can't do that to him, obviously, because, like, I'm, Why? Like, like, I'm, I'm a guy. Like, oh, I'm, my like, God, okay. I, 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 no. He's either happy or sad, but he's never mad. <laughs> like, no, I, I can be like, hey, what up, pussy? Why are you mad? Okay, <laughs> that's another okay. word, don't okay. you? Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's a word that triggers her. I, I found that out. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, you did yeah. find that out. I said that in front of her. Uh-huh. I'll use that word in front of her. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, just don't use that word in all. Oh, Especially yeah. in that, like, <laughs> negative connotation. Hey, does it mean, like, a baby cat? <laughs> That's how I use it. Okay, I am. I am. Uh, it's gonna be hard for me to scrub that one out of my tongue because Ashwin has a. Uh, Ashwin has created this language between me and him that uh, but, okay, me. No, <laughs> but let's go back to the fact that you can't like display like, oh, are you okay? Like, why can't you say that to your friend? I look. I think it's different with uh, like my form of cheering Ashwin up or any other friend up is to make him laugh, right? Right. Which is not like necessarily gonna be like, hey, are you feeling okay, right? right? I feel like that's like if I do that, that's just gonna be like, hey, I don't wanna talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. You might like that friend might just like not talk about it and keep more to himself, right? So my fr- my definition of cheering someone up is may- maybe take his mind off that. Like like yesterday, like I was a little down, or like even if anybody else was down, I'd be like, hey, let's go to the rec or something, right? Like we play basketball, like take your mind off stuff. So like I think that's my definition. I think for you, like. Like, I really, like, noticed that, like, the, we have, like, physics here. Mm-hmm. Right? Shout, shout out to Professor Simeon hooking us Wait, up with that Simeon. grade. But you, like, well, the first thing you said is, like, you, you have a sense when you notice people, like, are down. Which is pretty impressive, honestly. Like, a little, yeah, little spider sense there, you she know? Knows. Like, Spider-Man sense. She's texting me. Yeah. So you always, like, sense, like, someone's down, and, like, you, like, immediately tackle that issue, which is very appreciative. Oh. I've actually been, like, that's a really good thing, that, uh... When I'm down and someone asks me about it, it kind of triggers me for some reason. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. I know, I know not to do that with Mana. Yeah. I know, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. The thing about Mana is you just make him laugh. Or you, like, take his mind off of it or something. Yeah, for sure. I think the same with Zayfa, maybe. I don't know if you like to express if you're down or not. No, you should try to keep it within myself. I keep it within myself, but, like, if someone asks, I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I think I say I'm fine with any time anyone asks anything. Yeah. Even <laughs> the worst day of my life, I'll oh. be like, I'm, I'm good. I'll yeah. share with my mom, obviously. Yeah. Do you, no, we don't do that. Does it not just like hurt? Like, like not hurt, but like, how do you keep it all like bottled in? Like, I keep things bottled in. But like, I feel like that's not good. Is, is yeah, I feel like that's not a good thing. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I already exploded. I think this podcast is a medium to, yeah. for it to explode. Yeah, there, there's an opportunity for But sure. I think you do vent to your mom sometimes. Like. Oh, I do. She's the best to vent to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who else would I do? <laughs> My mom always asks me if there's anything. I'm like, nah. I'm no, she asked me the other day. She's like, if there's anything you want to talk to me about, just let me know. And I love that. I think that's great. 
and she she's always understanding. She never judges, so that's good. And I, I had the problem with uh, the whole fake friends thing, so I let her know. Yeah. I was like, this is the situation, this is what I'm dealing with. She's like, yeah, I've had a lot of fake friends in my life, but it's part uh, of Honestly, I've been through so much crap in my life and that my mom knows about that, like, if I share something now, it's so irrelevant. <laughs> like, all, hey, I, all the times I've messed up in my life. I got life. arrested three years ago, <laughs> I didn't want to tell you until now. <laughs> honestly, though, uh, shout out to Birmingham Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> I don't share with my dad <laughs> because some of the things I say to my dad he probably won't understand well he'll try really hard to mm-hmm. but it's like he's got bigger problems he's yeah. got bigger fish to fry and his thing is like oh you can, you'll get over it blah 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 he's very uh, happy go lucky he's a happy he's, that's how yeah, I, yeah, I, I one time I spit a Drake lyric and I was like hey dad these girls they just want to take my money <laughs> and then my dad's like I don't know what you're saying. Go ask your mom. Don't let them take your money. <laughs> but the first thing said, don't let them take your money. But I don't know what you're saying. Go ask your mom. <laughs> he's really, he's really picking about money. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like you're all. Trying to take like, money? Huh? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I think he's very happy go lucky. What about you? What about me? Do you think you're you closer like to your dad in terms of sharing your feelings? Or your mom? Oh no, no, absolutely, my mom. Yeah, actually, your mom. Absolutely. Is your dad strict? Is he the strict father? I mean, is it everyone's dad? I feel my like my dad's not strict. No. Okay, all. yeah, your guys is yeah. at all. Yeah, like I, yeah. No, I think not y'all's strict. dad is definitely less strict than my dad. Yeah. My but dad, my dad is not strict one bit. Not one. I think yeah. there's certain aspects where he's no, strict. Academics, my dad is so strict. He's not even strict yeah, about. It. He lets my mom do all the academics. Oh yeah. No, my mom is like the more relaxing of the academics. Yeah. My dad brings mm. down the full force. You know? <laughs> no. so, you know, you know when you see like the you put the waffle mix in the waffle, <laughs> <laughs> you bring it down. That was a great analogy. That really was. I was not <laughs> expecting that. That's perfect. Like, you're, you're, you're the waffle maker. You're just getting sizzled. You're getting mushed. How does it feel to get mushed? No, I don't think that really happens anymore, though. That was when you were younger, when you effed up a lot. Dude, oh. I used to have up so I think much. Me and Mom had very similar high school experiences. I didn't, I didn't have the best grades. I didn't try at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my focus was in high school. It was definitely know. not myself. I think it's trying to impress people who didn't need to be impressed. It wasn't even impressing people. I just didn't care at all. I came home. I don't even know what I did. I didn't play video games. I think I just watched TV and didn't care. <laughs> I had literally no goal in life at that point. So, and my dad, the worst thing is when he gives lectures because it's like, oh my God, dude. It's like the same thing. He's so, like, And then he said one, my mom was like, my mom said something, and my dad was like, it's okay, he's going to become a plumber. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, that was like, always, damn, that they, hurt. Like, a lot of people uh, like McDonald's worker or something. Yeah, like, yeah. No, they just kind of antagonize me. But it also revs you up. Then yeah, you want to like, prove them wrong, and then yeah. I, I prove my grades, and I yeah. prove my mom wrong. Yeah, I think, like, my dad has, like, a, touch, a touching story of himself and his career. And, like, he doesn't share it himself, but, like, knowing where he came from kind of motivates me nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand why he, like, academics are, like, is such a big thing for my parents because without, like, education, like, they couldn't get out of the situations that they were in, you know, growing up. So mm-hmm. I understand why they want me to be a good student, you know, and now I understand myself, so. Yeah. What motivates you in terms of academics? I mean, probably the same thing, like, parents, parents yeah. Oh, yeah. Do your parents, are they strict about grades or, like? Yeah, for do, sure. Do they still check your grades? Or? Or, I mean, not really. They're just like, how are classes going? Yeah. And then you, I'll tell them. But are, like, you, are you pre-med, right? Yeah, I am. So my general recommendation to anyone listening to this podcast is if you uh, if you ever want to go to a doctor who's brown, always go to a 
female doctor who's grounded because they passionately want to become physicians, yeah. not the guys. Yeah, that's so true. Like that's yeah, that's what my mom is. Yeah, I mean, I think. I completely. I think the guys just do it for a lot of them. Just do it for the money. Right? Yeah, the money's the money's. Entire, for, I don't do it for the money. For the secure I'm not saying you do, but I'm yeah. for a secure life. But they also have an underlying like mm-hmm. understanding. Like I'm gonna do this for my future family. Yeah. Okay, this is actually like is a perfect transition to our next topic, yeah. our, our final topic, <laughs> which is gonna be like okay, barring all these outside pressures. So barring that like you want this secure life, barring that there's like parents pressure on you, barring that there's any other external pressure. What profession would you choose? Like, cause I know most like Mod, you're pre med, mm-hmm. about to go get into medical school. Inshallah, inshallah. I'm pre med. Gopi, you're pre med. Azan's pre law. Amzefa has a big ass job lined up for him already. Congratulations, yeah. Amzefa! Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Amzefa! Yeah. 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 Atlanta, 2019. Inshallah, we'll see. inshallah. <laughs> so, uh, barring all this, like, what is one profession you would like to pursue? You want, you want to start with Gopi, or do you want to start with Mod? No, he can start. Okay, start it's with all Mod. you. This way. I said to go a couple of different professions. So I've always been into a buying and selling mentality my whole life. I really enjoy these right now, but I just love dealing with people in a business setting, right? So definitely real estate, not a real estate agent, but like a more real estate uh, you know, investor, developer? developer for sure. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, I would also like to be a content creator. Uh, I really like media, graphic design, and, you know, creating a, you know, aesthetic that kind of pleases the eye. So something along those lines. So either in like the... You know, design, fashion industry, or in the real estate investment market. I actually think that's the first thing I knew about you. Yeah. From Afan, he really? told me that yeah, you that you were really into graphic design. Yeah. He's very, very yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. For me, it's the same. Like, um, like releasing like a clothing line would be really, really cool, or like working it in the entertainment industry. But like, I've always replayed something in my head. Like, if I became, let's say, if I became a movie actor or, or like a. A great musician like Drake. Just a uh, just a word. Is on where to become a uh, builder when he was growing up. <laughs> not not that type of builder. Like an actually construction builder. Like a construction builder. Yeah, yeah that's the, uh, I actually okay, okay. really like architecture. And if I did not go to UAB, and if uh, if I did not go to UAB, I was not gonna do pre med whatsoever. And I was gonna hopefully do architecture and be in architecture. Auburn. Yeah, yeah, Auburn. Yeah. yeah. So back to what you were saying. Though. So, but like, I've always thought like, like I would still want to do law. Still want to go back to school. That's when I knew, like, hey, I'm really passionate about going to law school because no matter what job I would have, I would always feel dissatisfied because I would know, oh, I didn't pursue a law degree. So, I guess that's my dream job. Yeah. So currently, I guess I'm a tax accountant or healthcare consultant, whichever way you want to see it. I work for a public accounting firm, and I guess my goal was always uh, to be the president and business of operations of a professional sports team. Oh, which wow. I still think I would is currently attainable. Okay. It is attainable. Which for me, I think is still currently attainable with, if my career works out properly, which I hope to do one day. So that's my... I think goal. if anyone can do it, it's Zipper. Yeah, definitely. He, he knows so much about, like, not He's only the financial follow. background, but, like, okay, what, what, uh Okay, if you had the choice, what uh, league would you go It was in? obviously NBA. NBA. Yeah, no what, team? what team? If, like, I don't really care about the team. It's just that... Yeah, but, like, team. realistically, let's put in, like, factors like city... Like, okay. uh, raising a family in that city, like like projections. Honestly, so yeah, I, yeah. I guess I've been told this. I'm, I will be moving to Atlanta in 2019. Mm-hmm. So uh, Atlanta's a nice city, but I don't think I'd like to stay there. If I had to choose, I'd say Houston or Los Angeles. Hey, Rockets, if you're looking for a shout out. Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Shout Rockets. I think Atlanta Hawks could be pretty that's, attainable. That's 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 it seems like those jobs are always open yeah. the Atlanta Hawks. Like, get, get first. You can make your name. Like yeah. You can get to Coca Cola first, and then maybe get yeah, Coca Cola is one of the biggest clients they have. So yeah, get there. For me, like, 
So I had this uh, friend in high school. His name is Garland Lampton, right? And uh, shout out Garland if you're listening to this. So he was always more into like adventures, you know, finding finding what he liked to do in life, and he's still uh, finding what he likes to do. And shout out to Garland for doing that, right? And I've been I was like whenever I talked to him, like I used to always like kind of blow him off, be like, uh, "What are you doing, man?" Or like, "What are you not serious about anything?" But I as I've like kind of thought about it more and more, like I realized what he's trying to do. And if, like, I didn't have, like, such a structured thing, I would always feel like I want to discover something new and just write about it. Like, just completely just, like, delve deep into it and just write about it. Like, just explore one or two topics maybe, like, every year and just, just explore it to my fullest and just, just completely just write my own thoughts about it. And, like... <laughs> so, you know Zuckerberg, right? Mm-hmm. So, he's done, like, a similar approach to his life. So, he takes one new topic every year and he delves completely into it. So, so Facebook is what he's doing on the side. So, I think a couple of years ago, he did artificial intelligence. And he literally learned every single thing about artificial intelligence within that one year. And then I think he has, like, a whole artificial intelligence thing in his house now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's crazy. But, like, I've always, like, been into writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, like writing on certain topics would be very, very cool. But, uh, again, kind of with Mahathis and Azan's, like, approach, like, something on the lines of fashion. Like, when you see your name on something or, like, something that you've produced and, like, people are, like, wearing it or, like, you're wearing it and people are, like, appreciating, like... Like be like, oh hey, that looks really dope. Like I feel like that's a, that's something that would give me like a huge like adrenaline rush. Be like, hey, I want to do this more and more and mass produce something or like something that like it's my own creativeness, right? Exploring this and that could like potentially tie in with like something I'm trying to explore, right? And yeah. like, that leads to that. But I feel like something like more of that that creative like aspect would sure. be something I would pursue. Wow, I but really shout out for that. Okay, shout out for that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you think being a doctor was always, like, something that interested you? I don't know. Like, I think for me, like, something, I guess, the more I think about it, something that I really want to do, and I still think it's, like, attainable, is, like, I want to go to a different country and, like, help do, like, public health interventions and do something, like, along those lines Mm -hmm. instead of, like, a clinical base. But, like, I mean, I can talk about what I wanted to do when I was growing up because I always feel like that's really interesting. I really, really wanted to be a book reviewer. Really? I wow. really just wanted to read books you do all that the today. time. Amazon's such a good <laughs> exactly. I don't know why. Just do it while you're bored. Yeah. Oh, like, you can literally st- start a blog and just like read something and just write about it. Mm-hmm. You're right. There you go. Start I can a book solve club. Book club. Book club. You guys are figuring out my life for me. Thank you. Yeah, just <laughs> like, draw pre match start a book club. You're good. I'm good. Okay. I also wanted to be a nature tour guide. So like... <laughs> Any These are oddly specific. Yeah. Wildlife <laughs> photography. <laughs> Wildlife. Shout out to three idiots. I still haven't seen it. Such a good what movie. are you doing? I don't know. Not what's, uh, three what's Steve idiots. Irvin, your uh, role model going up? Go no. If you have time tonight, wreck yeah. any three hours to kill. Three hours. Three hours. Three hours. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's worth it. Yeah, wait till after no. finals. Yeah, exactly. You'll enjoy a lot more. Because it adds stress about academics in that movie as well. It's like about academics. Yeah, I think for me, like, I'm actually pretty happy becoming a doctor because I always love hearing people's stories and then mm-hmm. also sharing stories. And I think people's health is, like, the biggest story of their life, you know? It's something that's so vulnerable to them. And uh, to hear, like, what they're going through and hopefully, like, empathize and be compassionate about, like, you know, that. I always I always search for stuff that kind of sends chills down my back, you know? So one thing I've been, like, writing for, like, like this... Uh Inquiry thing that's kind of mm-hmm. part of UAB is approaching medicine as in like 
emotional like healing as a non-invasive procedure and making someone better yeah right? for sure so like i think that was like a lot of people say like hey i go into medicine because you can help people right yeah but when you like when you're faced with the most adversity in your life right when nothing you think can help you right and only the doctor's words is gonna is gonna make you feel better right how can that emotionally healing be like a way like a obviously non-invasively make you feel better and maybe help you recover. I think a common interview question for medical schools is what's the most important quality a physician should have? I think trust, right? For me, like, if I go and I know, like, for example, I'm not going to be okay tomorrow. Like, my health is deteriorating. And I've worked in the healthcare setting for, like, a few months now. I've been around healthcare my whole life. I've seen, I didn't even get to meet my grandfather because he died, you know, did a <laughs> heart attack before we were born. And my family is, like, flooded with, like, uh, you know, health problems of mm. all the extents. Seeing how, you know, a physician can help change your life, I mean, that's, like, one of the main reasons I want to be a doctor, I think. In this day and age, we're also changing from pills and scalpels to, you know, more preventive me- measures mm. through using emotional healing, mm. through using all these w- uh, wide variety of measures. So I think we're at, like, a new stage in medicine. And hopefully, going forward, people will live healthier, happier lives. Oh, you're preparing. Yeah, wow. no, you really no. are. He's got the interview. He's, He's got the interview unlocked. Yeah. yeah. Watch out, Rowan. Wait, Rowan. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'll be next Friday. Maybe uh, Harvard picks this up and uh, listens to this and sends you an email. I know. I mean, like, I'm I'm happy becoming a doctor. That, that, that's not. What I'm oh, but yeah, if I too. had if I had the free will, I would definitely like kind of experiment with different industries yeah. of all sports. You want to be versatile. I think we kind of talked about this like when we we're having dinner today. Was uh. I also want I want my family life to be more dominant over my work life though. Really? Once that comes, because I think I think over everything like family is gonna keep me sane when I'm becoming a doctor. I think a lot of people are passionate about their careers, mm-hmm. but like in the setting that I grew up in, family meant a lot. Mm-hmm. And I want family to mean a lot for me in the future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. How about you? Family, about family, you? family, or uh, work? Where do you think will dominate you? Family, probably. Family. Probably. So, so, do you think both your parents are very family oriented? Because I know both your parents are doctors, mm-hmm. right? So they're both more family oriented. Oh than yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, what kind of doctor are you going to be? What kind? You, of I mean, it obviously changes, but well. Right now, thinking pediatrician. Really? That's you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of cool global health pursuits. I really do. Yeah, like I do want to. I want to like focus on something with global health for a little bit, and then go. You should definitely go volunteer somewhere overseas. To yeah, do. that's what I want to do. Yeah. It's a good experience. Yeah, I so do some free clinics and. Yeah, I mean, like, health in America is, like, the gold standard, healthcare in America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though, like, you have the insurance companies and you have all, all the healthcare reform and whatnot, but, like, the standard of care delivery here, like, even in a rural area, it's going to be ten times better than you see, like, in, in India or Pakistan or any mm-hmm. developing country, so it's kind of crazy. Did you ever uh, go back to India? When's the last time you went back to India? Like, junior year? Junior year? Yeah. Wait, what part of India are you from? On the bus. That's <laughs> uh, uh, your North Indian. North. I mean, like it's kind of. You're, you're it's, Shah. I'm a. Sh- you're I'm middle, a Shah. You're middle yeah. Middle. There's some Bobby Sainz who are Shahs, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Shah. Yasser Shah. Shah Shinor. Yeah, Shinor Shah. I thought Shinor was Indian. Shinor Indian. Yeah, he's Pakistani. He's Pakistani. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think Shah is a. It's a Pakistani name or something. Well, well, I guess you're kind of north, north Indian. Yeah. It's like migration. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Nepal. Used to what? Gujarati. Yes, definitely North Indian. Yes, shout out to Patel if you're listening. Oh my god. <laughs> I haven't met many Indians that speak Hindi anywhere. 
Yeah, but like going to school, like yeah. that kind of. Area. I think y'all y'all went to uh, Saint school. Andrews, right? Your entire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We went. To, I went to a small school, Scottsdale, Alabama, and then I went to a bigger yeah, high school. Our school was bougie. It was pretty bougie, yeah. but it was pretty liberal, which I like. Mm-hmm. But you did encounter the hate when the hate was there. It was that hate, you know? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to get at. Like growing up in the south, and you know, I think in the north you saw the same thing. Uh, okay, yeah. if you think about like nine eleven no, happened no, in that think, area, no, right? I think a good example is our friend Ushwin. Who primarily went to school with only brown people? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So his whole squad was brown, and you feel at home there. Yeah. But now you're like in seventh grade, eighth grade, and the only people around you are these like white. Okay, people. it depends where in the north you go then. Okay, yeah. like we were in Delaware, right, when nine eleven happened, and we felt super out of place because everyone gave us like these dirty looks, and like we felt more at home in Mississippi, which sounds completely weird, right? You'd think like it's the opposite way, but it was like we felt completely at home. He's right because like southern hospitality is real. Yeah. That is the yeah. Right. Sometimes it's fake, but it's real. I hear you. I hear no, no, well, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. fake, but like, it's, it's, fake, but it's like the fake. good fake. Yeah. yeah, it's a good fake, yeah. Fake. Hey, honey. Imagine, hey, sweetie. We got, we got some, uh, we got some rolls, rolls, chicken pot pie. Remember right? the, couple, the old couple we met at Urban Cookhouse? Oh, oh they were so, so nice. nice. <laughs> so nice. Some people in the South are so nice. They're really nice. But no, imagine what a New York Actually, I think UAB is like kind of anti the rest of Alabama. Because like, at UAB, if you like just kind of like, if you're just two people in the green that kind of cross each other, if you don't even know, if you don't know the other person, you're not gonna say hi. But like anywhere else in Alabama, if you're kind of like walking down the street and uh, you don't know the other person, you're still gonna say hi. Yeah, you know? that's for sure. If you do that in New York, they'd be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> don't say hi to me. <laughs> but yeah, that's what differs from the north. I personally want to move to the north. Like, I don't know. No. Yeah. I'm, I can't handle the snow, man. I like <laughs> the snow today. Oh, it looks so serene for 15 yeah. minutes. Dude, I, ten, I, I was having some time. Literally 10, 15 minutes to clean the car, man. My hands are completely frozen oh, yeah. after that. Did you use the bed? Yeah, I used yeah, the, but, like, I used it the was little, a lot of snow. I know, I told you. You don't have to clean the top of the car. Yeah, yeah no, I know. We didn't we to clean the back. The windshield. back's tough. Yeah. The back from there. And it was deep. It was like three inches at least. It was Like, guys, we're uh, we gotta get one. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get one. Joke in there. <laughs> the podcast is okay. So, Gopi, we uh, usually end our podcast every uh, week by giving a song of the day, song of the week, mm-hmm. depending on like how much time we do this it podcast. It can be old, new, whatever. Yeah, anything so you're feeling. Do you have any listen. suggestions of a song? Okay, so we've been listening to this one song a lot lately the T Pain mashup. It's like the acoustic version. Oh. It is so good. Do you think good. mashup or what? Uh, he has such a good voice. Buy yeah, a drink without the autotune? Yeah, without the autotune. Oh, it's I a mashup. Oh my god, it's so good. It's good. I've been listening to that a lot. It's amazing. It is so good. Yeah. So I want to thank Gopi for being on this thank podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for having me. Very fun episode. Yeah, this was our my favorite episode. All right. You I said everyone. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Why the audio is so good? Audio is good. Omnidirectional microphone. Wow. So our quality is, let's just say, going all the way up now. Yeah. We're making moves. And Soon we'll uh, have a Patreon, you know, support our Patreon. So, and then something's big's coming. Yeah. Ooh, something big's coming. Yeah. Let's just say everyone's at creativity creativity for a reason. And mm. uh, uh, we're not teasing any oh dates, but uh, mm. let's just say New Year's is a is New Year's going to be, potentially, will be a good day. Yeah. We should make an Instagram account. Yeah, we should. Ooh, okay. We should. Be nice. Right here, T-Pain mashup with, uh, what's the song called? I think it's a uh, it's, it's like okay here I'm gonna look it up. Uh, yeah, so good. Perfect. Have you What's the name of it? So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name and then this podcast is gonna end. T Pain. Alright, sounds good. It's called. T Pain mashup. It's this first one. Okay, here's T Pain mashup to the beat, Kurt Hugo Schneider. It's on Spotify. Hugo Schneider. Baby girl, what's your name? 
Let me talk to you. Let me buy you a drink. I'm T-Pain. You know me. Convict music that people.